0: Hello, my beautiful Speech with Reach family. So thrilled that you decided to join another episode. Now, this week's episode was inspired through a conversation that I had in my Empowered SLP course. For those of you who don't know, I created a course that aims to empower SLPs to learn to take care of themselves while they're also taking care of their patients and their families efficiently and effectively. And this course really came out of a need for empowerment during a time of unsteadiness. Now, during my clinical fellowship year, I loved having a supervisor there because it was someone to bounce ideas off of. But at the same time... You know, you had to be careful and set those boundaries because as your supervisor, they are consistently assessing you. So it's finding that line between being curious and inquisitive and knowing when to trust your gut. And sometimes, even when I trusted my gut, I wish that I would have had a community of women to just give me some guidance. And through Instagram, through this growth, I have seen the community of SLPs explode. And I wanted to create a space or a group for women to empower each other in a non-judgmental, open kind of way. In my program, we are vulnerable about our feelings, about our struggles. We share our successes. We share our celebrations. And we talk about Navigating life as an SLP. And this week, uh, we focused on taking care of ourselves. And I posed this question to my participants. I asked them, when do you feel your highest self? So what does that mean? So let's break this down for you. Scientifically, we're going to get a little nerdy here, but scientifically, everything in life has energy. And as good old Newton taught us, energy cannot be created or destroyed. It's only transferred. So certain activities give us energy, right? They transfer us energy. And certain activities maybe take away our energy or lower our vibration, now when i think of my highest self i think of when i feel that i am vibrating at my highest frequency in my truest form i'm completing a task that gives me so much natural energy my highest self is present it has not been wounded by judgment or my prejudices It doesn't view life through murky colored filters. My highest self is the best part of me during an activity or during a moment. And you can be your highest self throughout the day and there are certain things. So when I ask my participants, when do you feel your highest self? I'm really saying, what are the kinds of situations and experiences that make you feel whole? Okay, besides from speech and language. Yes, I know about you guys. I'm sure you'd say the same thing that I am my highest self when I am in a therapy session. When I am playing with a kiddo, when I am in that moment celebrating their successes, challenging them, oh my gosh, I bet you could literally see the vibrations coming from my body because I am just in my zone. But as our days go on, we don't always get to be in those high zones. Sometimes our energy is low and we need something to pull us back up. So that's why it's important to know certain kinds of activities and experiences that make you feel your highest self. For example, when I am having a long day at work and I'm struggling, I know that something that makes me feel my highest self is dancing. So I put on old school 2000s boy bands and Britney Spears and Christina Aguilera and I dance around the room and sing at the top of my lungs. Five minutes, uninterrupted, no judgment. I am in the moment, I am present, and I'm forgetting about whatever issue was at hand. Then, when I go back into my session, I feel so much more energized and positive and ready to start the session. So it's really important for us to know what kinds of things do that so we can use them as strategies to maintain our success and our sustainability and basically allow us to not burn out. Because if we don't have these things and we are constantly working, working, working and not taking the time to raise our vibration, we're going to burn out fast. So some other ideas of activities that may raise you to your highest self are things like taking a walk, meditating, doing yoga, petting your puppy, calling a good friend, turning off your phone, maybe even just giving your partner a hug. So I have a list of things that make me feel my highest self. So when I'm not there, I have no excuse except for to use that list. And I just think it's ironic, you guys, because we talk to our kiddos so much about using their strategies to self-regulate. Yet, we need to do that too. There is no way we are regulated all the time. Come on, let's be honest. So we need to have those things that helps us stay regulated. And I think it's really important that we take those lessons that we are implementing for our kiddos and make sure that we're implementing them in our daily lives as well. You know, it's very frustrating. I don't know if you've ever had teachers that say, you know, do what I say but not as I do. I think it's really important that if we are preaching some of these practices to our students, that we're using them as well. And there is a way that I have kind of actually implemented this into my therapy sessions with my littles. So, these are the zones of regulation. I am sure if you are an SLP, you've heard of this before. But if not, let me give you a little breakdown. The idea behind the zones of regulation is that there are four different zones that we can be in depending on how our energy and how our feelings are that day. Every single zone is okay to be in. But it's important to have strategies to regulate whatever emotion you feel in that zone. So our four zones are red, kind of the angry zone, blue, the sad, sick, tired zone, yellow, the silly, frustrated kind of high energy zone, and then green, the zone where we are calm, we are present, and we are ready to learn. Now, while we aim to be in the green zone as much as we can during therapy, there are times That we can kind of go all over the place. And a lot of times I notice that starting a session can be very hard for kiddos because they are coming in from school, they are finishing up from eating, and they bring in all of this energy with them. Now, if we want to try to get them in that green zone so they are present and focused and ready to learn, We can actually do that just through a simple question. So when my kiddos log on, since I'm still fully telemedicine, regardless of what mood they're in, I ask them, tell me one time today that you were in the green zone. Let's talk about it. Let's reflect. Not only are we working on sequencing, and retention skills, storytelling, but we're also putting the kiddo in that calm, present, and happy zone. Instead of starting the session with whatever negative energy they might be having, we are kind of tricking their brain into putting themselves in a past or current situation that made them feel whole, safe, and happy. And I've noticed that when I start my sessions with that check-in to ensure that our energies are on the same level, my kiddos are way more receptive to trying new things. Versus if they sit down and I say, all right, today we're going to do a Halloween game. And they are jiggly and wiggly and can't focus and are all over the place. If I just simply say, let's check-in, And let's also focus on the green zone of some time you were in it. The positivity, the motivation, and the willingness to try new things goes up during my sessions. So that's something to try with your kiddos and maybe even for yourself. I usually share with my kiddos too when I was in the green zone that day. Because there's times I start the session And I'm anxious, or I'm frustrated, and I hate bringing that energy in. I want to be as unbiased as I can. I want to be a support for that child during that time. I want to match their energy to increase their vibration so that they are feeling their highest selves, where they are present, happy, safe, and taking risks. Now I realize I totally forgot to start today with an affirmation, but the affirmation really goes hand in hand in what we talked about in this episode, and that is releasing negative energy. So the affirmation that I've been using when I'm maybe feeling overwhelmed, maybe in the blue zone, not so great, I say, I release the things that are no longer serving me. I release the things that are no longer serving me. and I just close my eyes and I kind of imagine the energy, the negative or unwanted energy being taken away and put into something else. And I am lighter, I am calmer, and I'm ready to learn. I'm ready to work. Thank you guys so much again for joining me on this week's podcast I would love to know if you want to share with me on DM or on your stories, what are some things that make you feel your highest self? Let me know because I'm always looking for more fun activities to add to my list as well and to use with my littles. I am sending you all so much love and positive energy this week and stay tuned in the next few days because the next episode of Speech with Rach will be up. Again, thank you for your constant love and support, and I will see you guys next time.